What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Oh, snap. What are we doing? Oh, man, we talking about uh, our live show coming up. Yeah. Oh, that's right, it's baby. It's coming up, yeah. We always... In a couple of days. Yeah, it's a couple of days, man. Hold on, wait. Today is Friday, so that's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, so if you are listening to I don't this know why on Tuesday, you've missed it already. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Monday night, November 9th, 8 p.m. at the People's Improv. Theater. In New York City. New York, New York City. City. Uh, so, uh, by the way, if you live... Um, if you live four hours away, you can take a bus. You should be at this show. Yeah, you yeah. live in DC. You live in Boston. If you live, you live in Connecticut, yeah, you live yes. in Connecticut. What was that? Connecticut. Cut. Oh my god. You God-cut. still have. You have time. You have time to make. You live these in plans. Pennsylvania, Jersey. You, get here. you know what I'm saying? Long Island. Bring your friends. Yeah, bring your. Friends. You know, bring your yeah. friends. Come on, I, a date. I have buy cousins in New Jersey. Come down. You can buy tickets online right now. Yes, they are available. Mm-hmm. Well, they can buy them right now. www.thepit-nyc. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Look Click on the up. calendar. Go to November 9th, 8 p.m. Black Man Can't Jump Live. And we are reviewing the film Hancock. Uh, yeah, we are. Yeah, for once uh, and for all, I'm not doing we it. are doing it. I'm not doing we it. For once and for Hancock. all, I'm not doing we are people. reviewing the yes. film oh, Hancock. Uh, oh, and we, then we will know if it's good because it is. Yes. We, oh, what? Will, will this be the end of this bit Honestly, honestly. We can it put Hancock the, to rest. It might be the end of it. Okay. We're burying Hancock today. All right. It might be the Hancock end of it. Hancock is going down. It might be the end of ooh, it. Ooh, can we do a live swirl? Can I have like someone come up and be like, oh, hey, well, you, you should do, do a swirl it. for it's me. It's a live podcast, so you well, should I mean, do I it. Mean, oh, you mean. I want, I want wait, someone else to do it. Now I have a question. <laughs> are you talking about a live sex scene no. or are you talking about a live? <laughs> what are no, you talking about? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to tell them what we're going to do at the show? Okay, we can't tell them. We ain't gonna tell them what they. They need to come to the show if they want to know what we gonna do. We can't tell them about like the horses and stuff. No, we we ain't gonna tell them about none of it. Don't even say horses now. Horses. (laughs) We ain't got the the horses, man. Y'all told me to order. Why you horses? What did I just tell you not to do? Oh, he said he didn't know what the horses were. No, stop. No, you're talking on the mic. Stop talking on the mic. Stop talking about the horses. All right, man. Listen, November 9th, November 9th, Monday, eight p.m. Five dollar tickets. We got a guest. We got a guest. We got a guest. Guest Rami Youssef. Yes, he Egyptian too, right? <laughs> yeah, he is actually. Oh snap! Yeah, Maybe he Egyptian. knows the lore. The who? The, the Egyptian lore. god Hancock lore. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. You'll come to that show. All right, let's start this episode. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got so excited. Start your show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. Black X, man. Black X. All right, all right, all right. All right.
Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Yeah. Guys, if you can tell, we have a guest. We got a special guest. A special guest. I want to try to read it. Yo, but you gotta do it again so I can try to copy it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I, I, I endorse this Ariba. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Right, ready? Let's go. Ariba. What? Okay, okay. You had to show up. You can't just do it like Ariba. I'll tell you where it comes from. It comes from like you know when your quinceañeras and the mariachis like you know yeah like full on blasting and your dad's super drunk and he's like you know just turn it up like it's just, basically it's still like original turn down for what right but oh. it's like turn up for what but right. he's just like fuck it turn up for whatever so he's like Arriba you know ah, so it's gotta yeah. come from deep within you yeah manhood I yes. like that all right it's so uh, oh right so we should introduce <laughs> yeah, who's been see. talking to you in your in your ear, earbuds yes uh so. Sorry, what are trying, you doing? I'm trying to get he's the just trying to get. It. He's trying to, trying to go to his depths, to, to deep within him. It is Arriba. We got special oh, guests. That was terrible. Mine was bad. Arturo Castro. Arturo Castro. Arturo Castro. You know him from Broad City and his new Comedy Central uh, sketch show, Alternatino. Alternative. Alternative. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hey, welcome. Hey guys. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. We're in a very dark basement. They, help me. <laughs> yeah, you might, by hearing this show, you might think that we're in Hollywood, but no, we're just actually in somebody's like basement. Yeah. Yeah. Not telling the secrets. That's <laughs> so, how I we mean, get I mean, all our guests. Yeah, no, they, let them use their imagination and, and yeah, envision yeah. something beautiful. Uh, Beverly Hills Soho House. <laughs> we did a, a classic. Uh, Hollywood Mexican kidnapping. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, have like kidnapped. But listen, you know it's going to be fun. We have snacks, water, water. You know, sure. good conversation. Yeah. We have snacks, water, and conversation. The final things in life. So we're doing the. F- we are reviewing the film Once Upon a Time in Mexico, uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yes. 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 Starring Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Okay, there you go. I want to see. I thought you guys say Antonio Banderas' name like real tough. Antonio Banderas. He was Zaro, y'all. He was he was Zaro. He was every Mexican character. <laughs> yes. For the past like fifteen yeah. years. Every single one it feels like. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like I guess we'll get into it, but it's like, oh, you're kinda tan. Sure, you have a bit of an accent. You're white yeah, enough. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? we are yeah. definitely gonna get into that. Yeah. Uh but I guess so <laughs> but first let's just talk about Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Technically it was the, the third, the third movie. of the trilogy yes. of the uh, El Mariachi Saga, yeah. which yes. is the character that Antonio Banderas plays. Um, the film, so El Mariachi was a film that Robert Rodriguez made. When he was twenty two years old, y'all. Yeah. Was that true? It was yeah. twenty two. Like I have his book. Oh, I wish I would have bought it. Oh, yeah, it was Rebel, uh, Rebel without, without a crew. A crew. And it's about like crew. how he was twenty two, still in school, sold like. Like he was a, a lab rat, basically to raise the money to do it. Yeah, yeah. seven thousand dollars. Just shot it himself, yo. Wow. Yeah. Using wheelchairs, like all he bought was a steady cam. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The pack the chest That's, pack for it. That must have been like early nineties. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was like ninety two, ninety three. Um. And uh, yeah, very famously did that for like seven thousand dollars, and even though they like re-edited it, like mm-hmm. they they fancied it up a remastered. little bit. Yeah. Remastered. Yeah. There it is. Uh. They they still kind of build it as like a seven thousand dollar mm-hmm. film and it like I think it went to I don't know if it was one of the film festivals. Well, yeah, he got Sundance he, yeah. or something. He was like he was one of the and the first. Bought. What do they call those guys? It was him, um, Steven Soderbergh, uh, 
Spike Jones and uh, Tarantino, they called them like um, they had a name. They oh like, yes, yes. Like the, the sun, sun- like those people who came out of like indie films in the Sundance Circuit. Like he was like one of the yeah, four. Yeah, the name, but whatever yeah. they call, I know what you're, I know what yeah, you're whatever they call. He was like one of the originals, yeah. and it's like he popped after that. Yeah, yeah. So he, him and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, so and like, they're so they close. Like, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. very tight. So then he did Desperado, which was like the the the, the second of the yeah. films, but it was like. He it redid just, it with more. But you were saying, it. yeah, it's like remaking it. Yeah, he, he, he kind of remade it. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a different storyline, I think, maybe. But it's. Ta- I mean, the, literally the only thing that carry o- carries over is like because the first one, it's just Mariachi, the name. You don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. dude with guns and a guitar. Yeah. yeah. And this one is like now he has a backstory about like where he came where he from. Came right. From, like, Which hold on, wait, does he really? Oh yes. Okay, he does. Yeah. Have a and then <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Mexico was like, I guess the mo- the biggest budget of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also stars Johnny Depp. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, Selma Hayek, I guess. And uh, Mickey, what is Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke. Yeah. This, this was the and most Andy American Trejo. one that they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the one I was supposed to pop. Which Mickey Rourke, by the way, I fucking admire. Like, I like that dude. I do, like, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Style. too. Like, ever since The Wrestler, I went back to watch his stuff in the 80s, and I'm like, dude, like, Diner, Angel Heart, I don't know if you guys Angel Heart is really good. Dude, Angel Heart, you know what? Like, it's like, you know why Make Your Work becomes an ex- obsession for, like, actors? Because every, like, male actor wants to think of himself as a Marlon Brando type. But this dude, there was a scene in, in the diner when he's, like, just sitting and talking or whatever and uh, in Angel Heart, and the salt spills over, and, like, it's just, like, an accident, and he just, like, takes it really nonchalantly, pours it over his left shoulder and whatever, yeah. and keeps talking. I was like, wow, that was a real fucking moment. Yeah. yeah. That was a real... Like actor in the moment, he right? Was just he was just like, and I was like, it. "That's so interesting." But you know, until he came back for the wrestler, he was doing these small parts, yeah, in a bunch of like Mexican themed, yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Robert Rodriguez really liked him. He was in Sin City, which Robert yeah, Robert I mean, that's brought him back. Really. And he was yeah. great, great in Sin City. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, so then you have one spot in time, Mexico. Basically, it. I mean, honestly, though, the <laughs> so here, let's get into it now, right? Let me read the synopsis. Let's, it's so hard. To are you explain. gonna? Oh, you have the synopsis. Yeah, like hold on, hold on. Hold on you can keep going because, like, literally, it's such a hard movie to like describe what is going on, right? Because there's a lot going on. And if you were the trailer, it'd be like love, revolution, Mexico, <laughs> Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> you say Johnny Depp eating, <laughs> eating pork over and over again <laughs> with Cheech Marin. Does he have a false hand? <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> Why? Have you seen Enrique Iglesias act? <laughs> I don't envy you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Enrique Iglesias was the only part that blew me up. It was like, first off, at one point in the movie, not skipping ahead, you just brought his name up, he winked at the camera. He, yes. he looks down, he, he looks down the Barrel on it, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. And then and then they try to play it off where like they cut to like older oh, women. No, no, women, no like, I thought at him. like nah, man. Like, no, you just like nah. Hey, <laughs> oh, don't do me like I that. Thought, I thought that was a choice. I thought that was supposed to. Happen. Yeah, nobody else notices, but like obviously, the dude's supposed to be from Mexico. But like you know, the difference between Span- Spanish from Spain and Spanish from Latin America is like we say the C, we just pronounce it with you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spanish pronounce it a th, you know. It's like. Right yeah. and like yeah. he had the thickest Spanish accent throughout, and I was like, so it was confusing. This is like, did, did they import this mariachi? From right, Spain? right, Do right. They have mariachis in Spain. Yeah, is he Spanish? Is he supposed so, to be Enrique Iglesias? Oh man, I want to, I want to talk about this right. But okay, first let's do initial thoughts of the oh, film. Yeah. Oh, wait, you want to read got, the synopsis? I got, I, got Go the, I got the, I got the synopsis. Go. Hitman El Mariachi becomes involved in the international espionage involving a psychotic CIA agent and a corrupt Mexican general. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the movie. That's pretty much sums up everything. Pretty much. That's what it is. Yeah. That's a log line. That's like yeah. That's the elevator pitch. Yeah. So this the other thing the other cool fact about this film was like apparently it was only like sixty five pages of the screenplay. Yeah. Apparently it was so short and it improvised a lot. He expanded it. He like he like wrote it in six days and like he hurried like it was filmed very quickly because he was about to film Spy Kids two. Yeah. And Johnny yeah. Depp was huge at this point too. This is when Johnny Depp was like, "This came in 2003 uh, after Pirates, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, it was after, after. It was after, after the Pirates. first one. After the first. After one. the after first he, one, like, he popped after. So that. I would yeah. say like, so to piggyback off of that, I'll say my initial thoughts. Okay. Um, this was my first time seeing it, but mm. when it came out. Because of Johnny Depp, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait to see this movie! I can't!" I, and then in seeing that it, you actually sounded that like was oh, that's what exactly, I sounded exactly, like. Exactly, oh exactly I, can't, I, <laughs> right, I can't wait to see it. No wonder they didn't give you a James. ticket. You're like, dude, you need to go. <laughs> Something's wrong with you. You can't go in this movie theater. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're afraid you're gonna have a seizure, and we don't know what to do. Um, I, but when seeing it for the, I love. It's insane. It feels insane. You know, like there's so much happening. There's a lot of stuff in your face. But like. I don't know. I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say like so much, but like you know what, dude? Like the <laughs> thing, the thing about this type of movie is it's hard to like pan it or talk shit on it. Because by the way, can I curse on this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. please. Right, sorry, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and speaking English at the time, I don't know what what's going to happen. What <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it's hard to like talk shit on this movie because like it is. Very aware of itself, you know. Yeah, it's aware that, that it's true. a genre, you know. It's aware in, in very like true like machete style. Yeah. it's like winking at us, knowing that like some of the things that it's throwing at us are kind of silly. Yeah, but it, as an enjoyable movie to watch, like yeah, sure, it has like all the action that you want. You know, it's yeah. kind of ridiculous, but like it kind of owns up to that. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like trying to be. Like trying to be super serious about itself, so yeah, I'll agree that I enjoyed it. Right? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll definitely ish. stick with the ish part. <laughs> no, because like I I enjoyed it to an ex- I re- I do remember I I don't think I f- like saw this film from start to finish ever before. I remember seeing the end of this film like at least five times. Yeah. Because I don't know, like it either was on TV or something. Like I remember always seeing the end of the movie mm-hmm. and always being like. What happened in the beginning of this movie? <laughs> and then I remember, like, wa- like when I watched it, uh, you know, for this, I was like, "Oh, I'm finally going to understand what? all this payoff at the end." And then I realized, <laughs> "Oh no, I don't. I don't understand." <laughs> it's like just as confusing. <laughs> like, there's like so many plot lines happening, and you're just kind of like, "Huh? Like what?" And then, I mean, it makes a little bit of sense. Like, I guess if I had, I hadn't, I haven't seen Desperado. Like, if I had seen it, maybe I would have. You don't need no, to. a little bit. But nope. I feel like, no, right? Like, and, and also, even though, like, Robert Rodriguez builds it as, like, a sequel, like, it's not really built as a sequel. It's, like, its own movie. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. not, like, yeah, it's not, it's not like, a, a, like a comic book sequel or something yeah, like yeah. that, where they're, like, very much going off of the storyline from the movie before. So, Because um, each movie, each movie kind of has a moment where they, like, just like flashback to the past, so yeah. you know where yeah. you're at. Yeah, you know? right, exactly. And I guess you guys were talking about earlier how Desperado like was supposed to be the sequel to El Mariachi, but it's actually it, it's, it's like own, a reboot. It's like, a reboot. Yeah. 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 
and this feels just like a reboot with a couple of more yeah. like famous people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, basically, oh, I mean, Eva Mendes, we forgot to mention. Oh, Eva Mendes. Yes. Oh, Eva. Hi, Eva. Hi, Eva girl. Mendes. What's up, Eva? Yeah. What's up, Ryan? What's up, boy? Hey, we Mendes. just gonna be dudes right now and say Eva hello Mendes. to Eva Mendes. I was gonna say hi to Eva Mendes. We just saying hi. Just saying hi. Oh, you having a good day? Yeah, I know. Why your voice get all deep? Well, their voice is all high, but even if you like to roll with a deep voice, brother, you know. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Look, I will say this though. I'm gonna let y'all know how this show is about to go. I have a bias towards this movie. Okay. I like Robert Rodriguez a lot, so I will defend a lot of things that he does. So, like this movie, I'm not. Gonna, I saw this movie in theaters. I had this movie on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing is, like, I, only because I remember. I feel like I knew about Robert Rodriguez, the story of him, before I saw any of his work. Mm-hmm. So to me, the story of him getting that movie made, which I'm pretty sure, like I know, like Spike Lee, his story came from like maxing out credit cards. But the fact that this dude. Like basically sold himself to like a lab for was a summer to make a movie. Yeah, it's cr- and the that. thing is, the movie like went huge. Like the movie like popped and went crazy. To me, it's like, like this movie when I watch it, like it was an action movie. I had enough plot, you know. Yeah. Like it was enough. It was enough love story to get me going. Like I, I knew who the bad guy was because it was two dudes fighting over a woman. Basically, you know. Like come on, man. People blowing up, getting hit by. There is one scene in this movie <laughs> where there's a car coming and well, there's another car, and literally, like, the guy's trying to figure out oh which way to run, and he gets hit by a car because yeah. he just doesn't pick a direction. It is the silliest <laughs> movie of all time, <laughs> but I like it so yeah, much. Like, it's so silly. Wait, talking, about, talking about that, there's a scene. There's a scene where they're chasing Antonio Banderas, El, Mar- El Mariachi, and, like, they're chasing him and he like gets into a car and like he's just like blowing people up like left and right. <laughs> and so much wire work. Like so movie. much, yes. yeah. And like and like he's like dodging all this stuff and then and then he just crashes and then they all surround. I'm like, where do these people come from? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know where they took them all out. Uh, like all of a sudden. Where did they come from? They were ready. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite moments, like along those lines, is like Johnny Depp talking like Danny Trejo was like there and like the president's like right hand is there and they're like watching this bullfighting yeah oh, and he's oh like God. let me rig the thing and so he like presses a button and it paralyzes the yeah, bullfighter yeah. yeah. and then the bull just goes to fuck yeah, yeah, down and it's like shot over shot of just so like, great just going down and, on this <laughs> so and you're great. like yes. what is yeah, okay, <laughs> okay sure that Yo, can happen this, scene, this movie has i know we're skipping around but like some of the scenes in this movie are just so ridiculous the mere fact that the end of this movie johnny depp has no ass. He has no eyes. No ass. No eyes. No. Yeah. And he has p- just blood, blood that's run down, which his makes cheek. almost he a mask. Like yeah. the looks crow. Cool as he, hell, he looked like the crow, dude. He yes. looked exactly yes. like the crow. Yes. I was like, yes. dude, how did nobody pick up this for a sequel? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we were talking about it yesterday. It was like, yo, that blood makes it like it's makes like it crazy really cool. mask. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he can use his senses. Like, and the, yeah. is, he can, <laughs> the, the little kid, the little kid has to like that, like put it in the right direction. And then he can just sit. But he, he does a per. He shoots a perfect shot. A perfect like, headshot. Just, just like for like for instance, like Daredevil. Like he takes him like years and years <laughs> right? to like master. And this he scene. has Johnny a Depp. chemical that's helping him to be. Yeah, yeah not Johnny Depp. Dude. Johnny he needs, Depp. Like, he needs two <laughs> steps. A little Mexican <laughs> kick with some a little gum. Mexican <laughs> kick with some, <laughs> some gum. The gum is important. For <laughs> right. some a little chicle. A little chicle. chicle. And chicle. then, uh, chicle. and then he just like he can shoot people up. Like he misses once, and then he's like he hears him laugh. You remember yeah. he hears like, him laugh, oh. and he's like like perfect headshot and perfect like knee shot. Yeah, none of it makes sense. But that so that makes me want to take it back to Antonio Banderas because oh. as as Dra's saying like he'll defend everything right we're all talking about how ridiculous it is right you you have said before off podcast that like if it wasn't for like El Mariachi or Desperado 
we wouldn't have like Antonio Banderas probably wouldn't be like well, the huge. Okay, well, this is my thing. First off, let me let me ask this question. Is is the proper term? It's Latino, right? Like talking about Latino. Okay, this is my thing. I feel like there aren't that many famous. I feel like there aren't that many, at least American famous wise, like Latino actors, like someone who popped here besides Antonio yeah. Banderas or Selma Hayek. What? Like that's a big but name. Antonio Banderas isn't Latino. Isn't Latino. Yeah. So that's here's the, the thing. Yeah. This. Let's talk about this, right? So just so I, we actually didn't say this to our listeners, like there is no black lead in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but um, what we are interested in doing, what we're going to be doing with some more guests that are coming on, is we're going to talk about other people of color, like uh, other films colors. with other people of color. Uh, leads. Wait, was movies. there any was there any black person at all in this film? No, not, movie, no, 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 not at all. No, not no black people at all. <laughs> in this movie. It's just white, people, white people and, his, and Hispanic people. Okay, so here's the name. Here's what I, and I and I and we were kind of debating this before we picked this movie, but I think it's good to pick it just just so we can highlight this this fact, right? That Antonio Banderas is not Latino. He's Hispanic. He's from Spain. He's born in Spain. Right? Not yeah. even Hispanic. It's like Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah. He's just oh, what, Spanish. Can, can, you, like, can so you break it down really, a little bit? Sorry. Well, yeah. Like I don't. You know. In mind you, I didn't learn political correct terms right, until right, right. I came to the United States because yeah. back where I'm from, everybody's Latin or Hispanic or whatever, yeah. so yeah. we just yeah. call each other by our names. You yeah. Know? <laughs> here, when you know you move here, you like need to self-identify. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. Right, cool. And we need to categorize so, you yeah, really quickly. I believe Hispanic. Like I believe, and please, oh my God, this is gonna come back to haunt me. But like, <laughs> you know, Latino, you're from from Latin America. Hispanic, you do have like I believe it's an American of Spanish descent. Yes, mm-hmm. an American. Um, of Spanish descent. But I believe that like when you're from Spain, I don't believe that you're Hispanic. I believe that when you're from Spain, you're just Spanish, you know, yeah. that's right. your nationality, yeah. that's who you are. Right. You know? um, there's also other terms, terms like pan-Hispanic or like yeah, 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 yeah. I have well, no like, idea what that means. Let's just talk about like pure history, that, which does, is does, like does that mean you're a boy that never grows up because you went to Neverland? You went to Neverland, but you were like really kind of brown and like kind of cool and like, like so, hey, like, that's I, a pan-Hispanic right there. Motherfucker can fly. What is that word? <laughs> yeah, like I think I think the distinction is imp- important though because Spain, like Spain, is Europe, right? It is still, and they were a part of the countries that decided to colonize all of the world. So, yeah. so uh, you know, England colonized a lot of the world, France colonized a lot of the world, Spain colonized a lot of the world, and so like you have what's considered, you know, quote unquote Latin America, and even a lot of South America is was colonized by Spanish. The Spanish and Portuguese Europeans. So, like, that's why you have a lot of Spanish-speaking people in those countries, right? So, but here's the thing. Uh, I was looking. I was looking at actors, actors-wise, and I was like, you know, I was like, Antonio Banderas is probably the mo- the, the most famous Spanish descent and actor. He's yeah, from right? where? Where is he from? He's from Spain. He's like he's from Spain, but he's from Spain. And then I was thinking okay. of other ones who've been nominated for like Oscars and stuff. You got Penelope Cruz, Javier Bardem, also from Spain. Javier Bardem, yeah. Javier Bardem, also from Spain. And then I was like, you know, I was like, how many like Latino actors were actually nominated Rita for Moreno? Oscars? Read them for Rita, best Rita actor. Rita, no. Rita Moreno. It was like I gotta pull it up. It was like literally six, three, three uh, men and three women and. Two of them for the men were like back in the fifties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Ricky then, Ricardo. Was one of them. <laughs> Yo, and also what you're at, can you Google the difference between Hispanic and Latin? Yeah, so yeah. That we inform ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do know kind of the census is like non-white. Like they do. I I think they group Spanish people as Hispanic because then in censuses they do Hispanic 
and then they do Hispanic, and then in parentheses, non-white, which I, which in my mind, the census just, just confused the shit out of me, man. Are you like Latino? Um, <laughs> are you like white Latino? Are you like darker Latino? Are you like Latino? I'm like, I don't know, dude. You tell me, like, yeah. you know, like I can't really talk to like a paper page, but yeah, it seems like there's like a. But you know what? It's changing. It, it seems like the trend has been, right. you know, more European-looking actors in Spanish role. I mean, I mean, is that, if you, you want to go, I mean, not go the, back to like yeah. Viva Zapata, like Marlon Brando, like you know, yeah, yeah. doing that. Right. Well, they did do Hesson a lot of brown played face. Mexican. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't remember what movie it was from, but they've done a lot of brown. Alan Arkin has years. played Mexican. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. They, there That's was also so this shitty movie. I believe even Robert De Niro was in, or like also it's about a priest somewhere in Latin America, but like Angelica oh. Houston, all yep. sorts of people yeah. were supposed to be like Latino and right, like none of them like, were. Oh, just tan them and they'll look brown and not Spanish and that's <laughs> fine. The last, there's very, I hate to say it, there's one, two, three, four, five Latin Americans uh, uh, who've been nominated for Best Actor. Um, oh, Damien Bashir for uh, A Better Life in 2011. Uh, no, but it's well, not. I, but two of them you're looking at, it's the same actor. I, so like, so, I know. So it's really only three people. It's only three. So we got an, this this dude, Anthony Quinn. Okay. Well, it's really only three people. It's only three. And look at the actresses. It's only three as well. Actresses. Actresses too, right? Antonio, or best supporting actor. What's so crazy is that technically, if you include Antonio Quinn and Jose Ferreira, they're both still nominated for best supporting actor as well. So like, yeah. <laughs> out of I, In total for best actor, best... Uh, Supporting actor, there's only been six, six. Like, yeah, and that I, is and crazy. I, I want to say about this that we were talking about that those uh, movies, like the, the Angelica Houston, like are if we just tan them and put makeup on them and make them. Right. I remember when I was a kid, when I was younger, I used to think that like, oh wait, like, but that. I used to think that that's what acting is like. Oh, you can play all kinds of different characters, and like makeup and stuff will change. Blah blah blah. Right. But then I, but like the older I get, the more I realize, like, no, actually, that's all that has been is excuses for other people to play roles. Right. You know, like, like because it's not like brown people get to be white. Right. Yeah. Like. Whoa. Can I just say I found out a fact about one of the people, one of the actresses nominated uh, for best actor of uh, uh, Latin American descent, Lapita. Was born in Mexico. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, never yeah, knew yeah. that. Yeah, she's yeah. Her parents are diplomats, so yeah. What? She's technically, uh, she's, she's technically yeah, Mexican. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and, yeah. and you know, it goes to show you the like lack of good roles available to yep. actors. Yeah. And then just I want to touch on this real quickly. So if you haven't seen the movie, William Defoe plays this uh, Latin Mexican drug dealer. Yeah, he's he in brown face. Mex- is he supposed to be Mexican? I believe so. He, he is because he's right? the bad guy in the flashback who got. Facial reconstruction, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like he's in brownface, right? Which like to be honest, like like because of the we've already talked that this yeah. movie's kind of not taken itself seriously. It didn't really like. I wasn't yeah. like, oh my god, I have to stop watching right. this movie. Yeah. But had that been the case, and he were in blackface, yeah, yeah. this movie would not have happened in no. the two thousands. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, and we, it's when the movie started, and it's on uh, Johnny Depp. I was like. Wait, hold on, is Johnny Depp in brown face right now? And then, like, he I realized he's, yeah. he's playing, he plays different characters throughout. Like, there is a point where he is. A, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's he's like his... a priest. And, but I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be his, the CIA character at dressing up as the yeah, as it, a it was, it was. Yeah, he was yeah. the cover. But I have a question for you guys, and this is just a general question, technically, too. Um, as we all know, African Americans, like a lot of actors, they go through, like, at least back in the day, probably a lot of them still do go through the paper bag test, right? And now looking at like the What's list, the paper, bag test? the paper bag test is like a lot of roles back in the day. If you were going to be a black actor on TV, you needed to like be 
lighter than a paper bag or like the same color. You couldn't oh, be darker than a wow. paper bag. Okay. Um, and That's fucked up. <laughs> it, is. it is, right? But, yeah. I was like, what is this? I, but, I didn't know what it was, but yeah. I knew it was going to be fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like, I know what's going to be But just talking about, like, for instance, Antonio Banderas and, like, a lot of people being from uh, a lot of, the, I guess, the famous Spanish actors who, like, make it hit America are from Spain, which is, to me, I guess, closer to being white than, sure. like, uh, someone from Mexico. I think it is white. I mean, I, I kind of do too, but I, I, I don't want to say. I, like, I, I do. I, I don't want to say it's white, but here, here's to me the only reason that we don't think of it as white is because those actors play Mexican, play Mexicans, yeah. they play you know South Americans, they play Latin Americans, like they play other roles that are not Spanish, like not from Spain, yeah. and so then we think like we, this, think we is, relate them to. Every... See, this is the importance of why we're talking about this stuff in movies, right? Because. Hollywood's impact on society is huge. It's yeah. huge, right? Like we think and and we'll get into like how this film depicts Mexico, but like the that's why I think I and but the reality is like when we think of like white Europeans, you think of like colonialism. Spain was one of the main countries yeah, sure, that sure. colonized and killed so many people. Like we can't forget about that. That was a shock for most like, you know, native, you know, people of mind the sand and, yeah. and the natives of Latin America, you know. That when they showed up, they had there were these blonde, like blue eyed dudes. They never seen the like before. They never right. seen a horse, by the way. Yeah. But it was also like like the color of their skin was so much whiter than theirs, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, they must be some sort of like godly, like silvery, yeah, yeah. like you know, they're wearing like silver armor, right. shit, or like you know, metal armor." And you're like, "Whoa, these guys are like kind of godly, yeah. right?" But it's because, yes, technically, the, the only reason why some Spaniards are a little darker is because it had a huge Middle Eastern occupation, right. so it was it was hugely Muslim dominated areas of it. There was a great influx of it, and, and still today we have a lot of words in Spanish. That are Arabic, right? You know, they're Arabic yep. words. You know, a lot of them. Like when you when you say, you know, Inshallah in Arabic means uh, I hope to God. Yeah, it yeah, happens. yeah. Well, in Spanish, we have the same one. It hasn't changed. It means Ojalá. And then when you start thinking about it, that's the reason why. Like some, you might associate some people being darker, but as white culturally, yeah, Span like Spain was kind of like everybody else, like France, like England. Right. When they colonized, mm. they it's not like they became Latino. Do you know? They just kind of yeah. like you know. They have their own thing, but they, I think for the American public or for Hollywood at the time and up to now, it's been more comfortable to associate somebody. It kind of looks like the general public mm-hmm. is dark enough to be a little exotic, yeah. you know, but not, you know, yeah, this yeah, brown yeah. paper bag shit is like blowing my mind. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know, like not indigenous features, like you don't see indigenous features. And even Damien Bashir, who is an amazing actor, fantastic actor. He's, yeah. You've seen him in Weeds. You've seen him yeah. in a bunch of stuff. Homie doesn't look like, you know, the typical Mexican dude. You right. know, when you think of a, like the typical Mexican dude, like somebody native from Mexico. And, and by the way, we all come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, and colors. But the ones that happen to be in, on camera most of the time tend to look less indigenous mm-hmm. and more European. If they're in yeah. leading roles, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if, like, if they're not, if they true. look indigenous, then they'll be the mariachi band. Yeah. Yeah. They'll or, be uh, the yeah. drug cartels, right? Yeah. Yeah. They'll be yeah. like the people who are like trying to sneak over the border yeah, yeah like yeah. this so yeah and do you, i i'm still thinking about how if willem dafoe were if if he were in blackface how there probably would have been like a huge uproar about that but that's like, not actually not as you guys say it that's not true because uh was it you think robert Downey Thunder? jr but that, did a whole but that, movie. No, but that was a whole like, part of the joke of that but the part of this movie 
technically is the fact that like yeah, this is like this is a pulp movie. I mean, if you think about it, this is literally pulp, and it's like in that kind of movie, this would happen. Like if this movie I, was set, I, I gotta know. say, I don't know. I I don't know definitively if William Dafoe was in Brownface because part of me like wonders. I think the reason that it wasn't made a big deal is because. They weren't. There wasn't like direct. That man was tan with but a dark mustache. Like he was. No, no, no. But he was tan. But like you would be tan if you like lived in Mexico and like we're out in the. But sun also all the though, time. The, but the character. Right. So then, so what I'm the, saying is, they didn't. They didn't. There wasn't like a direct like. You, this guy accent. is Mexican. He had you know an what accent. I mean? He had an accent. But he also like didn't know Spanish. But he's supposed to be. He like was, he didn't he, know he Spanish. Just, he, he spoke, spoke Spanish. Spanish. He spoke, in the film. He spoke some Spanish, but then like, remember like. Like, did he just have a tan? Is that what you're... No, you think like, maybe he just they had literally, They literally <laughs> made his hair jet black, slick. Yeah. He had a super And he was mustache. supposed to be that general guy, he right? He was the general. Be, so he... No, is. he was a narco guy. He was a narco guy. Yeah, the yeah. General guy is no, he was a narco. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I also have a theory why it wasn't that big a deal when yeah. it happened. And it's because, like, I believe that, like, you know, especially for, for the United States, like, the history of, you know, black oppression and the history of, like, blackface and all that, it's like... It's really strong and it's really penetrant within the culture. It's in yeah. yeah. the culture. Yeah. You know, we still see it today. Like racism is a, like some something that's been institutionalized and yeah. it's been here and it carries with it slavery and it carries with it all these powerful uh, yeah. connotations. Right? Yeah, this Latin America, like our Latin American wave of people, like we've almost kind of, we've almost kind of been like the Irish were when they first got here. That it's like right. you know, initially we came and we took a bunch of jobs and like in film you didn't really see. Like a lot of us be represented, do you know? Like yeah. in the fifties mm-hmm. or something, you can see it in Streetcar Named Desire. There's one guy called Pedro, and like he walks around in a mustache, but whatever. But like the history of violence in, in, among cultures isn't as, you know, isn't as um, no. culture. Like it, it's not like embedded into the culture. Yeah, it's it's not, well we're known. building it yeah. now, right now, right, right. right now, with yeah. like the hate towards Latin America. Yeah, the, being a political, yeah. you know, being being a soundbite for every asshole with a microphone. Yeah. Now yeah. we're building the like the racial resentment is happening now. Right. But yeah. with the African American culture, it's been happening. Because like I was ready to get mad. <laughs> like I was ready to be mad about it. Like before he kept, the, that's all he kept saying. Like, before the movie started, I was like, hold up, Johnny, is he in brown face? And then and, 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 then and then Willem Dafoe shows up and I was ready to just be mad <laughs> like for the rest of the movie. My people so, like, appreciate yeah, maybe, it from I mean, people. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> My people do. Thank you. Uh, bridging gaps little, right now. I was, try, I was doing some research about this and like uh, uh, there is some history for like the poor representations of at least Me- Mexico, just very specific to Mexico, uh, from the Mexican government. Like they threatened in like 1922, like that's how far back it goes. They yeah. threatened to like ban film, like ban films um, from Hollywood that like had poor representations of the Me- Mexican people, and like things loosened cut like when World War II started because yeah. they needed Mexico as an ally. And so then they were like, okay, this is another way to like ease that relationship. But like, we'll not, not make Mexicans just drug dealers and like lazy, you know, singers on the side well, of the we road. Still had, yeah. like Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, I mean, which, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. And so which I used to watch that. I used to watch It's kind of funny. Yeah. Right. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Wait a minute. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, man. Wait, what the what? fuck? <laughs> I watched it in Spanish, so to me, it wasn't Speedy like, oh, dude. Like, <laughs> and then I heard it in English. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Isn't it crazy oh, when you look at the things when you were a kid and you were like, hey, what the? Yeah, yeah. And like, dude, like the Power Rangers is a perfect example. The original Power Rangers. Black Zach, black. Zach yeah, no, was black and break danced when he fought. 
He had no he fighting said, talent. That was, his, that was okay, his hold up. Break dance. Yo, he used to break dance to fight. Hold up. Hold on, evil monster. Yo, and the thing that's crazy, which is so funny. I'm sorry, I'm going on this tangent. But Zach, for a matter of fact, had a boom box. Like, anytime they caught Zach, like when he wasn't with the team, Zach was teaching the, like, the little kids, the inner city kids, how to dance. So he'd always be in the park with his boom box. Sure enough, before Zach fought, someone hit that boom box. No. Someone no. was playing it, and Zach was, was like, over there. But, he, but also, that actor was a really good dancer. Give him a break. <laughs> no, listen, I'm yeah. saying he was a phenomenal dancer. <laughs> yeah, they made the, sure to get a really good dancer. <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez is the type of thing where, like, you know, I, I watched it as a kid in Spanish. I was like, oh. It's a ridiculous little mouse, but it's funny, yeah, you know. It's funny. And yeah. then, like when I heard the, the English version, well, didn't he have a friend who was always like stone, like oh, yeah, say, yeah. Yo, why you going so fast all the time? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> right. And I was like, he had his lazy what, friend. What, what you know? Yeah, exactly. But like, it's something that you become aware of a, a little bit when you're older. Okay. Yeah, of course. So this has been happening historically uh, for Latinos in general. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we, I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, a, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm like, it. we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank Ed Trust, member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, 
you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I got to tell you, there's like some silver linings on the horizon, right? Yeah. Which are like, I just found this out, by the way. You know that kid from uh, Grand Budapest Hotel? Yeah, the main you know, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He look. Yeah, I thought he might have been uh, Indian, Asian. right? Yeah, yeah. No, he's from Guatemala. He's Guatemalan. Oh, he's wow. Oscar Guatemalan. Isaac is Guatemalan. Yes, yes, I, yes, I do Oscar. I do Oscar because we. I, <laughs> no, that's why people mad about Star Wars. They got <laughs> they got yeah. some races. They got a woman lead, like and two Black. minorities in that movie. We win it. We win it. We win it. Hands up. We doing it. Hands up. Star Wars. We doing it. No, but you know there's. In general, in general, right now, I think our generation hope, and this is the hope that these millennials, right, yeah, that we are like accepting an alternative type, of, and not an, really. It should have been the norm the whole time, but like right now, like when I grew up, there was nobody on TV that looked like me, right? right. Nobody yeah. in films that looked like me that I could be like, oh, I can aspire to be that guy, right? Yeah. So I decided to grow up and be that guy, right? right. And now that like you know, my I guess my career is is very time like. It was very time sensitive. I yeah. came at a really good time because people were opening their minds a little exactly. bit. Yeah. But also, like if you see, if you look at TV right now, if you look at comedy, if you look, you don't have to be like a supermodel that can't act yeah. in order to be on television. Yeah. I think like talent <laughs> is starting yeah. to trump. Yeah, looks. looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And therefore, what's seeping in, and it's not, but mind you, I cannot tell you how many auditions have been sent that I haven't. Some of them I haven't even taken yeah. for drug dealers this year, and this is like. You know, yeah. and, and you're uh, doing pretty freaking well career-wise. No, but like, but, there's, but like, I think that like, I think that like parts of Hollywood are like, oh, we need to get the Latin market yes. into it. I know that what what do they yeah, love? What? They love some drugs. It's not, and to me, it's not just it's not even just that. Because here's the thing, people. Here's the thing that I want to talk about. Like, people feel it's not that Hollywood's looking at. Latino actors necessarily and being like, well, the only thing they can play is a drug dealer. However, the only time they want to tell stories that involve Latinos is when they're like, well, we got to tell this drug story. Well, we got to use, let's get some Latino act. You know what I mean? And they don't, what they don't do is like, here's just a role. Like I like inside Lewin Davis. Like I love that movie. Man. That movie's yeah. great. Right. That movie has nothing to do with him being mm-hmm. Guatemalan. Right. But normally like that type of movie whatever 10 years ago 15 years ago like is a type of movie and still really is for it, most people now. right is a is a is a role that they'll be like we'll only get give this to a white person because it just it makes sense but to he us. was playing white he was, he was playing, playing white, white. Yeah. because he like you know like Oscar's he was a fantastic actor he, yeah he doesn't look right yeah. so typically like if you look at him you might think like oh maybe middle eastern or yes maybe, like, he has a Israeli yeah. kind ambiguous of, look mm, i think he's so one of somebody of his family is from Israel. I, I don't right. really i don't really know but like he's played <clears> like i feel like he's, he's played, played almost middle eastern well yeah he was in the nativity story yep. that was his first big film yeah but um in this movie, and you can know in Inside Lewin Davis, you notice because his sister is completely white, his right. father's completely white. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, in this movie, it wasn't like he's Latin and like it doesn't matter. Right, he's, right. Like, well, his story will like, continue. Yeah. It's like in the movie, he was, and it's also cool because you can associate, 
you know, just so it didn't. His Guatemalanness had nothing to do had with the story, to do with it. Right. which is cool. But he also but was, he was kind of white. white. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But, but that's why it, it had nothing. But, to do but I feel yeah. like that happens sometimes. Like, it's a lot. It's, there's some roles when it's like, oh, we need to find someone like, like, like who has darker features, but like they don't want to get a white person. So it was like an ethnically ambiguous person, and it's yeah. like, oh, it's kind of like it, it's it's weird because yes, Oscar got a job. Oscar was in a movie that like was a great movie, great movie, but. It also kind of like is sad because if that's real. like, but, but the thing is, is like it sucks because like he, I mean that that character could have been Guatemalan without the focus being that like this character it could have still been just like a Guatemalan man who was just trying to do music. Yeah, but then but then Homie, who's six, gonna watch sister, that movie? You, you, but you listen, like you know, like that that dude. You, you, have you ever seen uh, Searching for Sugar Man? I've heard of that, uh, dude. All right, homie is legitimately like Mexican descent, like legitimately yeah. like you know like features everything. And, like, the reason why he didn't pop off back around the Bob Dylan time is yeah. because he had a, a name like Cisto Rodriguez, right? Exactly. And they were like, if he had changed his name, maybe he would have blown up. He blew up in South Africa. It's a whole thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, it's, he, see, I just, just what you're talking about now, I was like, while we were talking about it, I was like, I wonder what his real name is. And it is, it's Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada. Is it? Yeah. And what's his descent? Uh, it's Guatemalan. Uh, let's see if it says, like, Oh man, I did not know that. I'm really happy yeah. that like you know what, dude, like the fact his, that he's in Star Wars right now. Yeah, that's so big. He was born dope. in Guatemala. His mom is Guatemalan, and his father is Cuban. Cuban. All right. See, cool. man, even though we're like we're not about to hype yeah, up Star Wars, a, but like he that to Oscar, like what you're saying, Oscar Isaac, like he couldn't. If he's, yeah. I, I bet, like he wouldn't be able to just like go and and kind of do white white roles if his name was like Oscar Hernandez, because then the people would be like, oh. Well, you're there's a Latino. Yeah, there's a Latino. Latino. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we need a Latino, Latino there. He's yeah. got a, hey. a Latino lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, that yeah. is. <laughs> you that, know, uh, I thought I thought about changing my name a bunch of times. Like back before I like before I got. Li- Tell you what, even the first year that I was in drama school in New York, mm-hmm. like the first dude I met, sweet sweetest guy in the world, whitest whole human being you've ever meet, you'll ever meet. <laughs> like told him, bro, and he's like, dude, what's your name? And I was like, Jose Arturo, and he's like, Alfonso? No, 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 Arturo. He's like, oh, Arnoldo, I'm gonna fuck this up. I'm gonna. I was like, just call me Jose, right? Because Jose is my first name. And then like for two years, I was Jose, right? Which right. is like, so, like literally, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You know, <laughs> but uh, enough said. Um, but right. So when I when I was about to graduate, I was like, you know, because Arturo, I've been Arturo my whole life, and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to limit myself for, if I don't change my name to something more ambiguous, yeah. right? Something Joe the Son, Joseph. This is like some shit that like yeah. references yeah. my name, but isn't it? But then my first feature film that I shot uh, with this really cool guy called Ben Gazzara and Benny Pastore from The Sopranos. The guy, the director, was still to this day a mentor of mine. He, I was t- telling him about it, and he's like, he's Polish, and he's like, Arturo, my name is Andrzej Krakowski. If they can say my name, they can say your name. Okay? <laughs> yeah, and sure, I was man. like, you know what? But I came to terms with my Latino-ness, dude. I did come to terms with that. I was trying to, because my, sister, my sister's white, my other sister's brown, my other sister's white, because that's just how, my mom's white, my, da- my dad's darker. Right. And so I didn't realize I didn't, that I wasn't just normal, like or normal or whatever, but like yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that there was something ethnic about me until I moved to the states, right? Yeah. So at first I was kind of like trying to like blend in, right? Yeah. Like being like just like give me the roles, whatever role I can. Yeah, yeah. It's like not. Yeah. yeah. And then at one point I was like, you know what, fuck it, dude. Like this is what makes me special. This is what like where I come from. Right. Like with the things that I've seen, yeah. the new wave that I'm representing is special, right? Yeah. So. I owned Arturo Castro, and like it, 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 it was so funny to think that it was a, it was something that I had to 
come to terms with and accept as a moment of like as an empowering moment as yeah. opposed to let's just fucking my name and yeah. I, I think yeah. I'm gonna get work regardless right. yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying because names yeah. do put you through the you you know how many Craigslist ass ads were fucking like answered when I was looking for an apartment when I was at Arturo Castro and nobody knew who that was you know right. yeah. I mean it's not that nobody anybody knows who that is right no, now yeah. maybe if I put Jaime Broad City they'd be like you know but like <laughs> you know Arturo Castro sounds like a scary motherfucker right. you yeah. know not because I'm scary yeah. or anything but just it's, yeah. you know, it, it's like the, the image is that this Latino dude's gonna like come into your house and like yeah. you know super ethnic guy so I had to like change and be like oh Joe Santiso or like whatever it is and then I'd get responses and I'd be like Wow. Yo, what's That's so crazy, crazy if you saying that? And it's like, this is going to sound so dumb, but it's like to realize that there's like other races who deal with the same <laughs> shit. I mean, no, give me wrong. Like, I know, like, I remember Cypher was on the show and he was like, yo, like, if from Spanish descent, like, in New York, it's all like, if you're black, he's like, everybody's like the same. Like, we all consider like the same struggle. And it's like, to hear that, like, the name alone? Yeah. What, like, it's yeah. like, I mean, like, I remember, like, literally trying to change my name when it was, like, applying for, like, apartments, applying for, like, jobs. Be like, yeah. yo, I need to get a job. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I need to get this job real quick. I even thought about my agent, as a matter of fact, two weeks ago, I was thinking, like, they sent me paperwork for SAG. Like, man, should I just... Should I just change this name real quick? Like, should I just make this name like uh? Should I make this name like Charles? Good on a billboard. Yeah, like should I make this? But you know what, dude? (laughs) Fuck it, dude. Like you're like what I realized is like this is and this is what I this is my theory and this is my like slogan and my real true belief for anything in life. There's so many people trying to do what we do that the only way we're gonna stand out is by being completely unapologetically ourselves. Yeah. Because there's nobody that's learned things the way you've learned them. There's nobody that sees things exactly the way you've learned it. So you can't walk into room or you can't walk into an industry trying to get to tell them to tell you who you are. You got to tell them who you are and what you're here to do. And if they take it, that's great. And if they don't, like, it's like this, dude. There's a train leaving the station. You can either get on it or get the fuck out of the way. And the way you're going to do that is by owning who you are, you know? But I had to, you know, it took me about five years to come to that conclusion. Yeah, keep your name, dude. Yeah, Jarrah. I'm gonna keep Jarrah it. Milligan's coming for you. I kept it. He's not changing I kept his it. name. Our drug dealer Mark role Castle's is going on there, baby. Number My three. drug dealer Number role three. is going Jonathan on. Jonathan Braylock's coming for you. <laughs> James Three R D is coming. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> James has four names. By the way. No, fuck y'all, man. <laughs> I was about to say something like join in. <laughs> <laughs> he crushed it. Uh, but look, we gonna be ourselves. Yeah, all right? That's real for real. We gonna come in. We gonna James be Thurs real. Be there, you know, so T-H-I-R-D. can we talk about? And here's the thing: is Robert Rodriguez is American. He's born in Texas, but he's of Mexican descent, right? But like, and I and I understand it. he loves horror. He loves action. Mm-hmm. He's very heavily influenced by spaghetti westerns. And that's what he wanted to make, and he wanted to make them like spaghetti westerns, oh, like oh, yeah, like yeah. old cowboy, yeah. good the bad, the good the bad and the ugly. He's Great like, film. he was like, that film is what I wanted. What's once a uh, once, once upon a time, time in Mexico to be? Of course, the way that the good the bad and the ugly portrays Mexicans is not problematic. Good. We're not, yeah. not good, <laughs> and not good. so to me, it's like, well, that makes sense. Why I personally think the way that he portrays Mexico, like continues to portray Mexico because it it would be a different thing if it was just like one movie but this is like El Mariachi Desperado from Dusk Till Dawn like he continues to portray Mexico in like this everybody talks that orale say like no man I'm gonna get that cabron and I'm gonna fuck him up you know like and it's like like Cheech Marin is in this movie Cheech Cheech. Cheech. Cheech is in it which I love you Cheech thank you (laughs) you've done so much pioneer comedy whatever but like some of the shit you do like throws us back 50 years (laughs) (laughs) it happens because it was because it's like Cheech and uh, Chong were doing that, were in the 70s they started yeah, doing yeah. That, those records and stuff. It's like, great. Like, we were talking about, like, 
the way that black films had to, or you know, black actors had to be black exploitation, whatever. There was a movement that happened that had to happen at that time because, yeah. like, you know, whatever the things that they were dealing with. But now it's like we can't be doing that anymore. Like it's yeah. it's 2015. Like it's so interesting it's not you the say 70s. that because we were talking about last night, like just talking about um, how Robert represented Mexico. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't have anything to compare it to. But I just thought about how they. How Selma Hayek's wardrobe was, like, yeah, no, yeah. only because her wardrobe, like, to be honest, of course, it was it was like it wasn't super loose, super tight, but she was covered though. And I remember thinking in my head, like, if 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 any other race directed this, like, if there was like a white dude, I mean, even a black dude, like, if somebody else would have directed this, would she be this covered up? Right. Like, it was such a, to me, it was such a thing of like respect that I felt like he had for the people in the movie. Like, I mean, yes, and at the same time, if you watch Desperado, I mean, she's naked in it for sure. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. so like, she's like th- this is a this mix. It, yeah, this is a mix of like, you're a bigger star and you can decide whatever you want, yeah, what true. you're comfortable with. B, does it serve the st- like, you know, does it serve the story? And you know, the only moment you see her like kind of half naked or whatever is when he's like kissing her belly, or you know, that's yeah, yeah. after their their marriage or whatever. But it's a mixture of things. But it's like, just... I think what we're you know, I think it's also star power too. Like, yeah, true. Yeah, she was big. She was right. She was huge at that point. Also, her character is dead. I can ask her to be naked. Like, yeah, right now, she was like, huge. She yeah, like, she was huge at that point. But so, but but what you're saying is what you guys are saying is interesting. Like, is this portrayal of Mexicans hurting? The perception right. that we yeah. have of, and you know, in a way, yes, for sure. In a way, in a way, yes. I mean, I don't know if it's his responsibility, but right. at the same time, like we, like whoever it is from any culture, including Caucasian, any race, including Caucasian, whoever it is that has a chance to represent their culture comes to a position of power, right? Yep. There's, there's a certain responsibility that comes with that, right? Mm-hmm. You want to, you want to, you know, promote stereotypes and like you, you want to do something because it's fun. You go ahead and do it, man. It's not your responsibility to like change the world, right? But there, are, there are opportunities definitely missed, yeah. you know, in yeah. newer filmmakers. You know, like Inurito does something awesome with like, you know, his films. Oh when you God, watch Amores Perros, dude, like you're like seeing like Mexico for real, you know? Yeah, that was yeah. not for like aspects of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like his movies have nothing to do with him being Mexican. You just think of him as an amazing yeah. director, you know? And I, I think that there's like just like there's a new wave of people in like what we're trying to do with Alternatino too. It's like if to eventually get to a point where you can see just a, like some dude that's a doctor happens to be Guatemalan and people has paying people, to do, yeah, playing also, people, like, people, people, people I, paying people. Can I just like get, like here's a scene. In, here's why I I personally think like he that it hurts right like once upon uh, Mexico in particular, the scene at the end where like there the it's supposed to be like the people rising up to help you know what I mean oh, protect yeah. the president but like my watching this film I'm like oh so. Every single person who's Mexican knows how to use a gun. They all <laughs> they all are real quick and real cool about violence. Like yeah. like the, even the scene where like Johnny Depp's like like pulls out a gun and goes to the little kid like Have you seen this before? And he's like Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like Cool. So and the like, redemption oh. right after when he's like I don't want to do it. Like, yeah. 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 I don't want to shoot that kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like it's like they're all like you know what I mean. Like it's like everybody every Mexican in the film is like. Pretty like pretty prone to violence, like. And here's the here's another thing, like it's, it's true. Robert Rodriguez, he he. It's unfortunate that people of color have a responsibility. Like yeah. we shouldn't always have a responsibility, but we do. Sometimes you should just make things because you want. Yeah, because yeah. you want to. Here's the thing: is like, let's talk about actors, right? For a second, like. They say like Selma Hayek was like discovered because of 
Desperado, but she was already she was doing already, she was already yeah she was yeah. so she was in you know what I mean and she was doing TV and whatever and this was I think it was like her first like major major film role yeah but still it was like the the person who who he really Robert Rodriguez really discovered and like wasn't in anything was freaking Danny Trejo yeah yeah and think about that though right yeah. like he was like and he and like he said like in interviews and stuff like he was just like he just looked like a mean dude like. He 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 cast him based off his look because he, he played, was like yeah, he, looks he looked like a mean Mexican dude yeah. who's gonna kill you no matter what. And I'm like, and there's something in that that I was just like, I'm like, I don't even know if Robert Rodriguez realizes what he's doing. When he does. Okay, but it's I so, love but that's films, what's so but, hard. that's what's so hard about this. And I think why why the cause that we have is such an interesting thing because yeah. it's like at the end of this movie, you want everyone in the town and know how to use guns yeah, you know like yeah. you want Danny Trejo to be like just this badass like that's like like yeah. that's what you in and in, in this movie that's what you want but then it's hard because it's like we have like like we have this movie or we have what was the other what was the name of the other movie that you mentioned that like uh, I, Anaconda no no no, 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 no just a few John moments Boy. ago that you said that the the director makes uh, movies Amores about Perros. yeah and it's like I but I don't you but I don't know that movie. I haven't seen that movie, right? Never, and yeah. so, like, have you guys, have any of you seen that no, movie? No, the no. first movie I've seen um, by and him was, was fucking was awesome. Like, it's but a it, great movie. You, you yeah. know, and it's like, and that, and and again, maybe that that then becomes like on me to just sort of look Not for that really, stuff. dude. You know what? I'll, and I'll tell you another thing. Like, you know, like the first time we went to Europe, I took a train from uh, Paris to Rome. I was by myself and I took the first class train. It's not that big a deal, really. It's like three bunk beds tightly stacked <laughs> on top of one another and I'm claustrophobic as hell and I'm like on the top bunk, you know, and like have a huge, huge head, right? And like, in the middle of the journey, they wake us all up and they're like, Castro, Castro, where's Castro? And I was like, whoa, shit. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, me. They're like, where, where, where's your bags? Where's your bags? And I'm like, oh, there, there. So they like looked at my Guatemalan passport out of the only person on the train having mm-hmm. a Latin American passport. Yeah. They figure I was carrying drugs. And so like, wow. they wake me up and they fucking do it. And I was like, you know what, dude? How would you feel if every time you go through a fucking border, everybody checks you because he's an Italian guy. Everybody checks your fucking bag for like hair gel and pasta. How would you feel? You yeah. know? And he's like, and everybody's kind of laughing nervously. And I, and then I was like. You know what? Like, first of all, he's got my passport. Don't be, don't be a douche. Yeah, yeah, second yeah. of all, yeah. like, <laughs> second of all, I was like, he's got a fucking point, doesn't he? Like, if I were on, like, if I were in his shoes, like, it, and it's not my fault, and it doesn't matter how much I sit down there and explain to him how many awesome, honorable people there are where I come from. We are stained by the reputation of a few, yeah. and of a good many yeah. few that just want to cut corners and deal some dirty shit, right? Yeah. So yes, it's like there's responsibility in Hollywood. Sure, there's responsibility, but like the thing is, if you don't have a chink in your armor, there's nothing that they can point to. Right. But we do, and I think the responsibility yeah, but like, starts. But, but even everyone even in does, that so. though, nah, 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 yeah, nah. Don't give that dude the benefit of the doubt. Fuck that dude because like, <laughs> because they're fucking white. People dealing drugs left okay, and right. Okay, but it's not even just to, to me. It's not even just that. You're absolutely right. There are white people dealing drugs. Okay, this is the thing that we can talk about, right? Like, why is well, 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 John? It's, here's the thing. It's like Mexico. They really do have a drug problem. It's true. Mexico has a drug problem. America has a drug problem. Well, but it's like, but it's true, right? Like, but here's the thing, right? You're the consumers. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why is why does Mexico? Why does Latin America? You know what I mean? Why are black people? Why are our races? defined by our problems these movies and white people's ra- <laughs> and no but here's the thing why is america white america's ra- not, in- not defined by its pro- it's not defined by its problems when people here's the thing when somebody comes to a white person and, and like and they're not like they're not like are you a freaking are you a corporate 
because like, we're not in dickhead power, who, like steals millions of dollars of people. <laughs> no, for real though. But are you a freaking well, banker? Because we're not who's in going power, to tax, though. Who's doing tax fraud and do? No, are that we, never wait, happened. But are we allowed because, to do that? Because that's my thing. You can't. I want to my now. thing is the thing about that. For instance, if you go to a person who's like, "Oh, are you a Wall Street asshole?" Blah blah blah. That Wall Street asshole asshole may be worth millions of dollars. For instance, right now, the thing is to me, money and power play. Well, well, drug lords worth. No, hear me out. Hear me out, though. The drug lords everyone talks shit about. I mean, there's so many cases about America and people funding flying back marijuana and stuff from coke from mexico us giving money to help keep this going right and the thing is at the end of the day it's like if i have a house on a high hill and you want to move up next to me i'm gonna point out anything that you have wrong with you to make sure you don't sit right here because at that point i have power so to me until people of color figure out own, and this is uh, my grandpa's bad i'm not gonna say it but like my grandfather always talked about like how people of color back in the day used to support each other and yeah. he was like you know you would have neighborhoods, and people supported the neighborhoods, and the neighborhoods would rise up, and the neighborhoods would be like this big thing. And it's like now everyone has to respect the people who live there because now they're considered equal, which everyone is. So it's like until we, I feel like, can handle our own and like build ourselves up, then our kids will know, oh, I'm not taking that. That's what's happening now. I feel like our parents now, yeah. to like all the women that's rising up about being paid. People are kind of like, I want to fucking keep my name. Like now we that generation is like, fuck this. I'm doing what I want. And then our kids are now going to be like a step further. You know what? My dad ain't standing for this. I'm not standing yeah, for yeah. this. And you know what? You, you, I see your point of like not giving that dude the benefit of the doubt because fuck him. And, and totally, you're, you're completely right. And at the time, I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm a good person traveling yeah. in like first class. I was like, I didn't, couldn't even afford it, but I paid yeah. for it so I could like sleep. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you, this is also our moment, right? Yeah, yeah this is So, it. yeah, fuck those people. Fuck yeah. those people. <laughs> fuck those bigoted people. But at the same time, like, turning, like, just, like, washing our hands and be like, yo, because you guys don't know me real well, it, it, and not being like, dude, what are we doing? Like, also, what can we do better yeah. in order for these motherfuckers not to be able to tell us that? Yeah, that's I, it to me. And, like, I think, like, the reason I get so mad at that, I'm thinking about, like, all the, um, uh, like, all the black people being, being shot and how there's this thing You're of, not- like, there's this thing of like, well, why do you walk the way that you walk? Or why do you like, wear that? Why do you wear or that? Why are and you talking like, back? You know, why are you talking like, back? But like, but, oh. and, then, and and like with that guy, it's like, or with that, with those people that rushed you, they saw a name. That's it. It's like, you know, like it's like what? And that gave yeah. them. I should have changed my name. You should have changed, changed your name, man. Changed my name to no, Joey Tyler. No bad thing, but Joey right, Tyler. Yeah. This is it. But yeah, this, this is it. To this me, is our this, time. this, this is, is the moment, right? No, as dumb as done. This is the moment to like at least push forward what what needs to happen. Like, I mean, whether or not like our generation benefits from it or not, I mean, we don't know yet. But like our kids, yeah, like they like they'll be good. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, the, is there anything else uh, in the movie that you want to talk about that? Hasn't been brought up yet. Uh, was anybody else bothered by uh, Antonio Banderas' wig? Because it was totally a wig. It was. <laughs> it, was. Totally a wig. it was totally a wig. I, I it was. 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 He, he kind of looked like Michael Jackson a little bit. <laughs> he did. He did because it Especially was a when he wig. had the rhinestones oh, on the legs. Yeah. I didn't know it was a wig, but I was kind of like. I think it was a wig. I'm just hair, guessing. Yeah, his hair, like, he kept like, putting his hair back. Yeah. I mean, it was natural. His, man. Like, the first shot of him. His hair is in his face, and I and I was like, "Oh, they don't want us to see his face." And then they cut back to him, and like, "Oh wait, no, that's just the way his hair was blowing." It looks totally. And I'll yeah. tell you because you know, in, in Alternatino, we we had uh, we used a wig that was like very similar to that. Yeah. And like before, I used a wig. I'd never realized like how obvious it is, but like 
Homie, like, probably couldn't, like, grow his hair that long. Yeah, by the way, no, he might can't. be talking out my ass. <laughs> but, like, no, my I, he has is, curly hair. He yeah, is, like, yeah, curly. but I'm saying, hair. like, homie had a wig. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty, and sometimes I'd be like, shit, you have a wig. Like, yeah. Yeah, I can't look past it. But for comedy, it's fine. Yeah, yeah comedy yeah, works. But, like, no, but, like, you know, that. And I also wanted to talk about the beautiful, beautiful performance. Of Enrique Iglesias. Oh, um, we have to talk about. It. So here's the thing: we oh. talk, we bring up actually a lot on this show about how black black rappers are always put into movies and like as actors, like and like in pretty prominent roles. And we're like, what the? Like, why? 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 Yeah, like like, like Dr. Dre is was like in Training Day for what? And he's like what? not an a- he's like not an actor, and he's not yeah. good. Dr. Like, no offense, Snoop again, like, both. No right. offense to these people. Like it's great that they get opportunities, but it's like why are they? Why do they get the opportunities? Like it's crazy. Just because I'm famous doesn't mean I need to make a rap album. Like that's <laughs> no, to me, it's like yeah. oh, this is my difference. If you're training, like for instance, if there's like a rapper out there who's like in school, who started like whatever studying with a teacher, cool, you respect it. But just because like I'm like, hey, Jonathan, you know what? You went platinum, right? Bruh, come be in this movie with me. That's, <laughs> offen- that's like, that's like, I, it just yeah. feels offensive. It's like I have no training in rapping. Like yeah. I would never want to offend rappers by yeah. trying to rap. And Enrique Iglesias is he in anything else, or is this like I don't his think movie? So, man. I, I think he, oh no, no, I think I'm, he might be. He might be. Maybe. But this was this had music video. I didn't look up. This had been one of his first. Yeah, Enrique Iglesias in this. He was just like. I love the guy. A part of the Elmer. Not very good. He yeah. Was no. Very good. He was. He had a Spanish accent the whole time, and <clears throat> we talked about the winking to the camera. Yeah. Because yeah. like, there's this moment where they like he just like hams it up for the camera, like, winks and blows a kiss. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So we got two Spaniards in this Mexican movie playing the leads, and William Defoe, probably New Jersey and yeah. yeah. He <laughs> seems like a Northeast type of dude. You know, yeah. Like, kind of. You know, like he has that Northeast type of vibe. I'm sorry if you I'm guys like know who the fourth build person is in this movie. Ooh, but according to IMDb, Enrique Iglesias. No. Fourth build. Fourth it's build? what is it? It's Antonio Banderas, Sam Hayek, uh, Johnny Depp, Enrique Iglesias. How does he make? They were like, I think it. Yeah, their whole storyline. I, I feel like I still don't even know if Antonio Banderas is really the lead of this film because, like, he, he barely Johnny Depp was barely in it. Johnny Depp was Johnny Depp was, but it's all fucking Antonio Banderas, and this was like. But Hold it's up. supposed to be. It's supposed to be his character. Like, his yeah. character is, like, the hero of the film. And yet, the way that Johnny Depp's storyline ends, we're supposed to be, like, rooting for him. Yeah. And I'm like, but this dude was a freaking murderer. terrible. Yeah, was terrible. He's killing cooks because their food is too good. Yeah. yeah. First off, first off, can I just say, that scene Yo, is one of the... That scene cook. is one of the... There's two lines in this movie that are the dumbest things. Are you in a Mexican or in a Mexican? Mexican. Like, <laughs> and then drag Danny Trejo goes, Mexican. Mexican. Right? Like, <laughs> like, come on. And then he says it later in the film, he's like, I'm a Mexican. Yeah, he's like, come on, man, don't do this. And then he's like, this food. He's like, I restore the balance. This food is so good that I'm going to go into the back, pay my check, go to the back, and shoot the chef because that's what I do. Yeah. I restore, restore the balance. balance. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what is wrong with you? He's like, yeah, no. I'm in the back going like, how good is that pork right know, now? Right? It's so funny though because I th- like, he's like, taste it, and then <laughs> taste it and then he spits it out. He's like, I guess it wasn't that, that good. That sequence is but the only sequence that's totally different than the rest of the movie. Like yeah. when he gets up and that steady cam shot and the blood spots. Yeah, and the blood's nothing on Nothing else. The, and yeah. it's almost like handheld. Nothing else in the movie matches that one shot yeah. at all. <laughs> 
Did she but it's it? stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's it's stuff like that scene that makes me go, all right, Enrique Iglesias winking at the camera. At oh, least that right. moment is well, okay. That, that's why there's <laughs> everything a, else. That's why it's hard to like be mad at this film. Yeah, because when people like, get shot, I'm not they... even bad at it. It's just like it's funny. It was like <laughs> it's like people get it's shot, like, they funny, blow but fifty then, like, feet in the air. But like you there's know, there's a there's a guitar there's a guitar flamethrower. There's a Yo, guitar I love it. I love it. And rocket launcher, right? Like in the beginning, it's a rocket and a rock launcher. Right? Oh, yeah. There's one scene. Whoever the actor is, at one point, is so dumb as him and Antonio. I mean, him and uh, Enrique Iglesias at the end, and he literally he's supposed to be the drunkard dude. He literally comes out from behind the wall with his fingers up, like he's shooting a gun until he remembers. Oh, this is the thing you guys just brought up. Hold on, is this a is it a problem that Johnny Depp is trying to get a lead of the movie though? I mean, I, I mean, he's like, te- he. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, Technically, he, he is not the lead, but he but, was in the movie more than Antonio Banderas. But right? yeah, the, the, he's some... on the he's on the cover of the poster. It's like and and uh, Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek uh, are like behind him, and it's like he's remembered for this movie way more did, than the other. What people. they did with him is what they did, and and I think it's unfair to the to the movie and to the process and to uh, us as people of color. But like what they did to him in the movie was they were like Johnny Depp's popping right now. There's yeah, a role for him in this, and then maybe even, and they said it was there was like it was six five pages. Like they improvised more, you know, all this stuff, yeah. you know, and they do they do this all the time. Like like uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence is popping, so they're like, let's just like write more of her character in these X Men movies. You know what I mean? Like there's, she's there's this film called Revenge for Jolly, which is an indie, uh, Kristen Wiig and whatever, and, and and Oscar Isaac's in it, and like Oscar was supposed to be a, a secondary character. Apparently, like I've, I know a couple of people involved in the film, and like, yeah. apparently the film was gonna be you know like. It was decent or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, but Drive had just come out, right? So the producers were like, shit, we got to re-edit it and we got to put more Oscar in it, you know, because they're going to like, you know, and this happens exactly. a lot in, in films. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. Channing Tatum and G.I. Joe too. It's right, happening it's right, happening right now G- with Batman versus Superman. They're trying to figure out how to put more uh, a Batman in it because yeah. Batman's awesome, but I mean, that's... But yeah, like... Uh, but, but it's true. It, I mean, so it happens all the time, happens, right? Yeah. Like in all kinds of It's a marketing of thing, but, but then does in this the story movie, suffer is yeah, the question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in this movie, like if it was about supposed to be about a mariachi, it then yeah. I mean, it, it, it's so weird when they start when you start to realize, wait, they want us to be on Johnny Depp's side, you yeah. know? Because the, the whole movie, you you're only like, realize it towards the end. Because at first you're like, all right, cool, I can't wait till he gets killed. Yeah, he's gonna get yeah. killed. And then like, then he's like, you know, fighting bad guys. But I was like, but he's the worst guy. Right, he's the he's terrible the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> he's because it was more kills, morally confusing when he kills even. Eva Mendez's character, because she was bad too. Again, every every Mexican is bad in this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody, there's not a good person. Like, uh, they're all killers. Like, even, the, even El Mariachi. Mickey, Mickey Rourke was a moral high. He, he was. was. Moral yeah, he was the one you felt. He was fucking hey, protecting a puppy, motherfucker. He's like, no. I guess he, was the FBI. He, was killing, he was like, man, I gotta get another yeah. job. When he was like killing. Uh, I guess the FBI, the retired FBI agent, yeah, is like yeah. the one. So, but then you think, and then when he like William Defoe's character looks out and he sees Johnny Depp and Eva Mendez laying on the ground, I was like, oh great, they're both dead. But then he comes. He's not dead. He's not. And, I was and like, how he survives, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, he got understand. shot twice. Anyway, um, Johnny Depp. First off, they pulled that man's eyes out. Yes, the, all the blood he lost on his face. He ain't pass out. <laughs> like yeah. nothing. His legs too. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah shot yeah, twice in the legs. legs. Like, come on, Johnny. Uh, Who is he? Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> we missed the thing. It was actually Superman reboot. Right. <laughs> There's plenty up for El Zorro. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. 
That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. So, Gerard, it's time. Oh, is it time? So just I'm, I'm gonna let you know. So basically, I do the same thing called the swirl, um, because oh because you know the in, swirl. in mainstream Hollywood, like well, usually we talk about black men. Usually, like men of color, especially black men, like we're never seen as like the sex symbol who gets to have sex with like the lead actress, especially if it's a white woman. If it's a white woman, he's not having sex with her, <laughs> not in the movie, unless it's about him being black and her being white. I see. Now, technically, uh, and what's about to happen in Mexico? There is a difference where I want to bring up because there's a swirl in this movie. We just never see it on camera. There's a Johnny Depp, even Mendez swirl because technically in this movie, they like date or whatever. She's like using them, blah, 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 blah. But it could have been a swirl and it could have been with Johnny Depp. I say Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp is the lead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Mendez ain't the lead in this movie. I don't care what nobody tell me. It's, it's, it's Johnny, Johnny it's Depp. Johnny. It's Once Upon a Time in Johnny. Yeah. Well, once Upon a Time in Johnny. So uh, how this scene could have happened is Johnny comes home, like comes back to the hotel. He's like, oh, my key don't work. My key don't work. And then all of a sudden he kicks the door in. Now, this is one of those uh, Robert Rodriguez movies where it's super stylized. Even Mendes is waiting for him with a gun, right? <laughs> this is yes. what happens. No, but hit me out. I know. Now, in a different movie, if this was like this was like Sin City, she'd been waiting there in like lingerie with the gun. I don't like this. Like, I should kill you. <laughs> like, I should kill you. And he's like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. I love you. Let's 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 this make little let's make little, you know, babies that people can't figure out what race they are so they can get jobs. All right. That's what the, that's wait, what Hollywood wants, wait, right? So wait, what is this role then? Like, when you talk about like, potential sex scenes in between races, well, it's like because like to me, it's like the point of like these movies and like the, the thing that's so tough is that like I feel like we review movies and it's like these dudes who I think are like very handsome men, like but they they're not considered like the sex guy. like they're not they're not you know it's with Latin it happens a little it's the less, o- it's the opposite yeah. actually we're like wait, with Latin it's like you're either the drug dealer or like the or like Latin the, lover or the and Latin the girl, lover you're either yeah. like naked because everybody uh, wants to have yeah. sex with you. Or you're the maid, so like there's like two like there's like two polar opposites. You're either this fucking bad dude, or you're either way or you're, like you're a in a position of service, yeah. right? But like yeah. either you're like the, the young love. Latin lover or the pool boy or the whatever that women want to fuck, or you're this super hot sexy girl that every dude wants to have sex with. Or you're just like the frumpy maid, you know? Like, yeah. that's like, those are like the no new shows, like, you know, like, um, what's the Gina Rodriguez show? Oh, Gina, uh, Gina Chain the Version. Yeah. kind of change that. But yeah. we're also kind of like, you know, the shows I was like kind of making fun of the whole soap opera. Right, thing. yeah. But she I, I got to tell right? you, yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. just yeah. to talk about this Latin lovers thing, I got to show you. So, Antonio Banderas was in a bunch of films before. Desperado, even, and he was really, like, really? The, yeah, he was huge oh, in Spain. Oh, in Spain yeah, he was yeah. huge in Spain. He was like, uh, what's that guy? Oh man, Almodovo. Almodovar, yeah. Yeah, he was like, uh, you know, which is a great director, and like, but he did a couple of movies, and if you remember, he was in Philadelphia. Oh, he was. was right. He was yes. Before? Yes. Well, Philadelphia was before. before. Was he was yes, he was. Yes, he was. Tom Hanks's. He was lover. lover. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he's in this movie called The House of the Spirits with like Meryl Streep, whatever. Look at the. Look at the uh, cover, photo cover for that. 
Oh my no, god! No, no, no. I think he's it's on top uh, of somebody he's, kissing he's on their neck. Top of like some white woman. Okay, so then <laughs> I won't see the cover. Wait, wait. So <laughs> and then here is him. That was in '93. In '94, look at the cover of that. What is that? Love, love and Going to town on this. Okay, you got another white girl, Jennifer Connelly. We 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 need to tweet out these pictures so you guys can see uh, the Latin. You know, he has he has another. uh, I kind of noticed that it doesn't happen. It's just him, like, and then if you go down, if you go more, he's like the lover in a couple of movies. After he had one movie that I thought growing up was like in my mind was I guess. Porn. Ah, oh, sin uh, with with two sin. women? No, no, with Angelina uh, Jolie. It, oh, original sin. Oh, he had two back to back. It was original sin with Angelina Jolie, and he had one called Femme Fatale afterwards with um, uh, Rebecca Romaine Stamos. And I remember that movie vividly because, like, literally, that movie was just them having sex. The entire yeah, and, and, and you know Antonio what? They don't need to be no swear, man. Antonio Banderas is yeah, they don't. But because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Spanish. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Latin dudes also like you know like we're pegged a lot as like. You know, you're like either this Jack dude that like you know, there's also there's ba- really bad things and there's also kind of like really silly things. Like you will notice, like if you're a Latin dude or whatever, you like come up and come to the states or in New York the first year. There's a few girls from like down south. Their parents were like, "Don't ever you ever mess with a Mexican." And they're um, not Mexican, you know, close enough right to to them, you know. And they're like, "I hear you guys are real nice lovers." Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit, yeah. You know, I, I will ride this wave for as long yeah, as I can. Right. But you know, that's kind of like. But you know, it happens way more with female Latina actresses. And I've seen this in sketches, and it happens all the time where it's like, right? You are either the sex symbol, right? There's very few times where you should see a normal empowered Latin woman you know one of the examples that I, I saw was like in House of Cards you know how his uh, you know the, the woman uh, was Latina yeah. was, who, who, who's Latina in House of Cards well she's not she's actually Indian but you know she like the first season she was like the president's Secretary, no, she wasn't the Secretary of State, but she was like the chief of staff. Oh, and she, and she, like, and now, okay, okay, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, that's great. You know, there's a Latin woman empowered in, in a position of power yeah. in an intellectual. And no, the actress is not Latin. Yeah. I mean, it turns out she plays a Latin woman, but you know, that's so, that, but that's you, so it, it happens. My point is, with Latina women, there's these two stereotypes. They're either really sexy, right? Or they're just like the frumpy maid or whatever. And that's like, I think right now it's starting to change a little bit, but I think they have it hard in that way. We get, we have it hard in the way that it's hard to get out of a kitchen or it's hard to get out of like dealing drugs. Yeah. Even, dude, even, you know, Broad City, dude, like I legitimately gave. Gave Abby and Alana weed. Gave them weed in exchange for a gift card. One episode. Mm-hmm. And then every person I meet, they're like, oh, the drug dealer from Broad City. Are I'm you like, serious? What? That's the one that they think about? Yeah, because in wow. Wikipedia, that's what it says. I'm like, the drug dealer what? roommate. Oh, in Wikipedia. Wikipedia? Yeah. Oh, I'm we like, tell me, wow. one time, tell me one time that you see you saw me like slinging drugs on the street. Right. Also, the like everybody character. everybody in that show is Smoke a freaking weed, weed smoker. Everyone's and so and you're the drug dealer, though. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> but we were talking about it with Abby the other day. She said, oh, shit, in this too. And I was like, I know. But like, it wasn't like an intentional thing. Right. No, like, but it's... Just like picked but up. That's that was the a thing. pack that they grabbed onto. That's the like, thing oh. is they'll see that once out of a hundred times, but because Hollywood continues to promote that stereotype, people, that's how they categorize it. And so they see and they're like, oh, yeah. And I saw it once. Great. He's there. I bet you there are people who were saying that and they never even saw that episode where you saw yeah, where yeah, you yeah, gave yeah, them weed. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Y'all got me scared, man. I no. got I got a big job playing a, a gang member who who robs people, man. Is that gonna haunt me for life? Is that gonna haunt me it's for not, life? It's not gonna haunt you, but I'll tell you what Broad City does very well, and the reason why, like, I will always love Abby and Alana forever, and it's because the thing is, um, 
this character, you know, you know, I play a gay character. I'm not gay myself, but I don't right. play him ironically. You know, like I'm, yeah. I think it's an honor to play him because it also kind of breaks the stereotype for somebody like. You know, imagine somebody growing up in Guatemala and like he realizes that he's gay and it's a very closed minded society. And suddenly you're like, oh, my God, my life is going to suck. And then you watch a show where this, you know, where this guy has a bunch of friends. He's super lovely, wears whatever the fuck he wants, has a great time in New York. And that's something that having Alana put out there through comedy. Yeah. And yeah, that's wonderful. And now the new film that I just did with Ang Lee, right, we did a soldier film. And this film also like it's based on a book called Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. And I think the author... Because in the movie, you don't see, ra- like, in the book and in the movie, being, like, he's of Mexican descent, but he's from Arizona, and there's a couple of black characters in the squad, but no, everybody's brothers, you know? Yeah. Like, this is my brother over here, this right. is your You know, and so being Latin is not a handicap in the jobs that I'm doing or that I'm trying to do moving forward. Right. And I think that's what we just, as actors and as people representing media, we have to do. We have to write stories where being of any race or culture is not a handicap. You don't succeed... In spite of being, you know, you succeed, right. you don't see, you know, you succeed because you succeed as a human being. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think we're starting to see a trend, but we still have like fucking miles to go. Yeah. We used to have to start with Oof. Wikipedia. Yeah, Thank Wikipedia. Yeah. Take, right. the, take the drug dealer part out of there, man. <laughs> it's crazy. That's a crazy. It's weed, man. That's, it's like it's just legal. Weed. Wow, it's just drug weed. Dealer. Yeah. I know. I'm still thinking, even like that movie. Cicero or Cicero or whatever. Oh, the one that just came out. Yeah, with Benicio del Toro. I uh, wonder yeah. if he oh, plays. Sicario. No, no, Sicario. Sicario. He plays like he's. I think he's. He's a, a cop. I think he's a good guy. In there. He's a cop. Oh, he's like yeah. I think because he was he was in Traffic and he was in Twenty One Grand. <laughs> he got nominated for both of those films. Yeah, he. Won, and then he's he won, never been nominated like. ever since. He wasn't nominated for The Usual Suspects. He was great in that. Anyway, great. anyway, cool, he was, fantastic. Uh, okay, cool. So we're gonna go to the cause. Yeah, yeah. yeah time to oh, let's up. You got set the cause. You got set what the cause is. No, no, you don't have anything to say. No, huh? I don't have. No, it's a little confusing. Five minutes. <laughs> I think we can get into the. I'm sorry, I have a question. Uh, is Hancock a good movie? How do we feel about Hancock? Will Hancock Smith has Will no Smith? point. Will Smith has no way what? to relate to this. No, because like, because Hancock, right? He's a superhero. He's a yeah. superhero. So he's like, a drunk superhero, but he's a superhero. He's a drunk superhero. Yes. And okay. So uh, you know, you Hancock? can imagine that in the world of Hancock. You know, just it, it relates can in we, this can way. We do can, the, can we just do? You, the, you can, can imagine the in the world of Hancock. People, there are like stories that are told about Hancock. Like, like, man. can we go? Can we do the calls now? This Hancock thing has you're confused. No, it's, it's so and, and he's he has powers, he has abilities, and people are like, what? And he does stuff that people are amazed by, like El Mariachi. You and, feel real proud of yourself right now. I do. But if you if you realize, Don't him and Charlie Theron <laughs> never, and then they never, they never hook up. So. So I'm just saying they're the same movie is what I'm can actually we, can we Can we can we set up what the cause is now? Okay, fine. If we have What's to do the cause. cause? Wow. Okay, <laughs> so here's the cause. The cause is we don't rate uh, films based on how well they did, I don't know, I guess. Commercially or critically. Commercially or yeah. critically. Uh, we rate them based on if they help the cause. The cause being uh, more people of color in leading roles. In studio um, films. In studio films, not independent films because we understand independent films. Uh, promote people of color way more than yeah, studio. Uh, studio films. And then also that the film isn't necessarily about the race. Uh, like, it's not just like a race film. It's not, yeah, it's not like, oh, like, oh, the, the black dude comes to town and he has to deal with, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. The hell. So, like, leading roles for people of color. And they can just be people. <laughs> yeah, that's all we want. We just want people of color. Just, just want to be people. Just want to be yeah, people. Yeah. That's it. So, uh, so we do either. Uh, well, we do a black fist, white palm, or, or nothing. 
blackface is, is supporting it a lot. White palm means so-so. Nothing means doesn't support it at all. Okay, you ready? Uh, you ready? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah. on the count of three, we're going to yeah. One. We're lift the... All right. One, two, three. Oh, it got wow. three <laughs> white palms and not- Jonathan Braylock gave it nothing. You go first. Yo, I gave this film nothing. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I, I will say I do like – I did like enjoy watching this film. I, I like Robert Rodriguez. I love From Dust Till Dawn. Um, uh, I like Sin City a lot. I even like Spy Kids. You know, great, well, great movie, one. great movie. It yeah. is a good movie. I, I and that one probably I would rate it much higher on the cause. But this film, like my thing, it was like, okay, this yeah. is you're you're. I don't know how many people saw Desperado, but a good amount of people saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico. You know, you have a film where you can have at least like e- even the FBI informant's character, like make him the, make him the protagonist you know what i mean like make him the lead or yeah. whatever like have it be so it's not just like every mexican in this movie is just like wields guns shoots people it's cool with it everybody's cool with violence everybody is a part of the drug trade somehow if they're not being if they're not in it they're affected by it like like severely like there's no and like it seems like the way that he has it it just it, I, I don't know i just and and the fact that Antonio Banderas is like of Spanish descent, um, but like he he isn't putting like George Clooney, I think was the star from Dust Dawn. Sorry, I know that's not this movie, from but Dust it's just like he was. but I'm just like cool man. Like I don't know, it just Once Upon a Time in Mexico. It's like it's one of those films. I think about that. I think about like the Mexican star. Like, well, my thing is, but you know what I mean? I, like, so, but it's I, set in the world. Is that it's set in though? the world? But that's what I'm saying. It's set in the world, but it's set in this stereotypical world that it's just like in 2003. It's still promoting this image of like Mexico is just the place where people cartel drink, they sing, you know, and it's drugs. Like that's what it's Mexico is. And like you don't look, you always think of Mexico as like a third world country if you're from America because. The images that you have of Mexico from films are constantly this and nothing yeah. else. Yeah, and, and I it, and yeah. so, so that's I I couldn't I was just like I couldn't I can't give anything. Yeah, and I'll just say similarly that's the reason I gave it up. Basically, what you just said is the reason I gave right. it a palm. But then on top of that, though, like this movie, this is a kind of movie that should exist. It's like it's fun, you know, and like in the world of this movie, you want that stuff, you know, like you want. Uh, you you want the guns, you want the drugs. It's connected to that uh, story, and it is. And uh, but I can't I can't speak because I'm I'm not from I'm not from I'm not I'm not of Latino or Hispanic descent. I don't have any of that heritage or in me at all. Or, or pan Hispanic. Yeah, I'm not a but I am a, a little I am a man child. Uh, but um, it's uh, but I, but I do think that like that like it's hard because of that. It's hard because of the the line that that I think it teeters. Um, I gave it a palm because this is my thing. I I think, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think this movie was just a fluff popcorn movie. I think like when it comes to the violence of it, I think man, if this movie was starring like Sylvester Stallone, this movie would have been like set in like New York. It would have been a bunch of white people shooting up. It's just like to me, it's like it just happened to be set. You think all New Yorkers would have picked well, no, up guns I mean, and started shooting is, at the, the military? In the style the of this is, movie, in the style, yes. he might have been like it might have been revolved around like a block that was, like, impoverished. I mean, the thing is, like, it, again, like, I think this style of movie just, like, did this. But I, guess, I understand, right. I understand that, like, again, like, there's not a lot of positive, you know, pictures and media and, like, in Hollywood about, like, Mexico itself. 
it's just tricky because you know I always come at Spike Lee super hard because like he's a black director and it's like I mean Robert Rodriguez wanted to do a fun like you know action movie which he created you know he had like a lot I mean he hired a lot of Latino and, and Spanish descent actors I mean I think he tried of course it could have been better but like it was a popcorn flick. I don't think he was trying to send like a message to like the world. No, sure. Not. Yeah. Well, especially well, that's a long. I mean, I give it a pump to like on the technicality, and it's it, the technicality is if you're specifically asking if 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 this does something to put more Latino actors in lead roles, then yeah. I mean, a lot of people, a lot yeah. of the people mm-hmm. and the characters in this movie were Latino, right, yeah. or Spanish or pan Hispanic, whatever. Um, <laughs> Does it promote, like, a good image of, like, what Mexico is or what Latin America is? No, it doesn't. Does it – did it aim for that? Probably not, you know? Does it – did it have to aim for it? Not really. You know, like, he can make whatever type of film he wants, you know? And you're right. It was a fun – it was a fun action movie. Yeah. Does it hurt? Probably because, like – probably because of the fact – the, the normal audience member is not seeing this like, oh, they just wanted to make a fun, you know, film set in Mexico. But he's like, oh, I knew it. You see this guy, they can yeah. shoot. They can shoot yeah. these guys, yeah, you yeah. know. So in a way, of course it hurt. But on, on on the other side of the spectrum, you're right. I can't blame him for not, like, for not, like, using this. It wasn't supposed to be this cerebral indie about yeah. race. It's just like a fun spaghetti western. And yeah. if that was the purpose, then he did a good job at it. You know, yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And I would watch it again because I like laugh throughout at the Mexican yeah, so and Mexican, the Mexican and Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so or dumb. Johnny, the, the fun I, was Johnny Depp wearing the the CIA, the CIA agent agent shirt. shirt. Oh my! That's like he's just wearing his shorts. His shorts, like everything about Johnny Depp. Jacket. It was like ridiculous. Nothing about Johnny Depp. His fake like, arm. I'll do this, but you have to let me do whatever the fuck I want. Whatever yeah. I want. Yeah, and he's like, he might have, he might have flew down to Mexico with that shirt on. Be like, hey, <laughs> I'm an FBI agent. Perfect. Like, <laughs> wardrobe oh, done. All right. Uh, so, do you have uh, anything to plug that you like to plug, Arturo? Um. Well, yeah. I mean, always, guys, please watch Alternatino, my new show. You yeah. can watch it online. When is and, it? Oh, it's online, but it's... You com- can watch it online at ComedyCentral.com and on YouTube. Great. They just gave us three more episodes, and at Congrats. the end of those three episodes, we have an option to go to a series. So hopefully, you know, with your guys' support, we do it. And the reason why I want you to come, to, especially in a podcast like this, is because what we're trying to do with Alternatino mm-hmm. is, like, showcase, like, some of the worst stereotypes that, like, people think about being Latin. Put exaggerate them and put them on the front line. So when you go, oh my god, that's so ridiculous. We go exactly. You right. know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And because like in a time of like you know, especially in a political season, the only counter that I have towards hate soundbite is humor, right? Yep. And the most pleasant way that I know how to like portray my culture is through uh, is through laughter, you know. And so I hope you guys support us through that. And uh, other than that, I want to thank you guys for having no, me. Yeah, it was great. Coming, man. It was yeah. great. Can people find you on Twitter or do you do any Yeah, of that? Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, all that stuff. all that good stuff. Yeah. And then, is there was a film that just came out? Uh, yes, I have a bunch of films that just came out. Yeah, but look out for, you know, the new Ang Lee film is, gonna, is called Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Hold that thought because it doesn't come out until like November 2016. Oh, right, right, <laughs> but uh, but uh, there's another film I just shot with Susan Sarandon called uh, Kid Witness. If you get a chance to see that, awesome. Me America is in theaters right now. Me America, yeah, Me America, right. yeah. It's about a hate crime, so you know, fun for the whole family. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's so like it's been. I'm really like I cannot like my chest sometimes like feels like it's gonna explode with gratitude because if like like 
when you get to play with your dreams every day, like it's not an accident, man. You know, yeah. like you have to recycle your good fortune. Yeah. Somebody in like LA, I'm going to steal their phrase, but they're like, when you make it to the penthouse, dude, just send the elevator back down. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do with Alternatino and all the shows that I do. It's like give people a platform so that you're like, because I know so many awesome actors, and that's what having Alana did for me. So yeah. for the rest of my career, just know that I'm an audience member first. And I'm never going to bring something shitty to you because I don't want to waste your time. That's dope. That's, That's dope. Real, All right. Well, uh, we'll be back in a bit. But, uh, yo, that's Once Upon a Time in America with Whoa. Arturo Castro. Hey. Hey. I can't. I can't. I can't. You can't do it either. I can't. Yes. I can't roll my arms up there. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.